Desmond Tutu once said, Hope is being able to see that there is light, despite all of the darkness. And we're going to go into the duality of light and dark today and explain and discuss how you can experience both at the same time. Hello, and welcome to Those Late Night Visitors. I'm your host, Stephanie Marie, a psychic medium and spiritual business mentor. Having been a medium since I was a child, I am wildly passionate about mediumship, spirituality, intuition, the paranormal, and everything in between. This podcast is going to blow your mind with all things psychic and witchy. And if you're not a believer yet, I promise you that will change. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's get to it. Hello, hello, and welcome back for another episode of Those Late Night Visitors. So, today perfect timing with Libra season that is all about balance and all about finding the harmony and everything. We are going to be discussing the light and the dark and duality because I feel like this is a really important topic to talk about for so many different reasons when it comes to spirituality. Where do I start with this one? Okay, so being spiritual, being a psychic, having the gifts that I do have, it can be very controversial because some people think I'm faking. Some people don't believe in it. Some people believe that I am channeling the devil and I have in fact lost friends because of it. Now, intention has a lot to do with it all. However, if you're Christian or Jewish, and you have read the book of Genesis, you know that the light cannot exist without the dark. The yin and the yang. We need both. Just as we experience every day, we have the sun with the moon. And that's part of the beauty of it all. But here's the thing. When I'm using my gifts... I am using them for good. I do not do black magic. I do not put bad energy towards people. I do not participate in curses or hexes or voodoo or any of that. Because that's not what my soul is here for. My soul is here for the light. My soul is here for the good. My soul is literally from the angels. And I've had experiences that I know for sure have told me that. And I want to go into how I definitely know I am not made from the dark. Years ago, oh, years ago, I want to say this was 2011. I went down to New Orleans for one of my girlfriend's bachelorette parties. And there were a lot of us there. I want to say that there were a lot. I want to say there were like 20 of us all down there celebrating the bride-to-be, right? And we were young and it was one of the first ones, so everybody was excited, everybody wanted to go. And, you know, we all pretty much knew everybody through the years and whatever else. And so at a few different points during the trip, we split up into different groups because there were so many of us, we all wanted to do different things. 
So that being said, it was also, this trip was, wow, this, this was a trip. But anyway, at one point, I went off with the bride's sister and the bride's cousin, and we wanted to go to a voodoo museum. Now, if you've ever been to New Orleans, we were staying in the French Quarter. We had to move hotels a few times because there was a swinger convention in town that weekend, and we weren't allowed to use the pool. There was a whole to-do. We go to the voodoo museum, and it was right smack in the French Quarter. It's not like it was far. So we go. And at this point, this is 2011, so 11 years ago, I know I'm spiritual, but I'm not really totally open to what my gifts are. I'm not really sure what they are. I'm not sure how they come through, all of the things, right? So I go into this museum, and I think it was like a $10 or $15 ticket fee to go in. I kid you not, as soon as I walked into that museum, my whole body tensed up. I felt so uncomfortable. And there were definitely, definitely spirits there. No doubt in my mind. So I'm walking through. I vaguely remember there was an upstairs. And I went upstairs first. And I came pretty much right back down. And as I'm speaking about this, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. I'm going into all the different rooms. And at one point... I just knew I needed to get out of there. Like it was bad juju. It was bad energy. I just needed to get out of there. Again, this is before my real spiritual awakening. This is before I really knew about my gifts. But I was like, you know what? Like something is just like not right. I need to leave. And again, as I'm sitting here talking about this, I'm getting chills up and down my body telling this story. So I go to the girls that I was with and I said, okay, Like, take your time. I'm going to go wait outside. I didn't want to ruin their time. And I also didn't want to speak out loud that, hey, this place is haunted. Like, we got to go. So I let it be. And I let them do their thing. And I just walked outside and sat on the sidewalk waiting for them. Thinking back, probably not the most safest idea that I've ever had. But, you know, it was broad daylight in the French Quarter. I want to say I was probably outside for like... Not very long, like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And I just remember being so uncomfortable waiting for them outside of this museum because there was nothing good coming from this museum. And it was such bad, dark energy. And when I say bad, dark energy, it's just because it's not aligned with me, right? If I'm doing things from a place of good, that's clearly not going to vibe with me. And... I remember reading one thing while I was in there and it was almost like a threat. Like, if you don't do this, you will die. And I'm pretty sure that that was the icing on the cake that made me walk outside. But this museum, the juju, the vibe, the energy was just awful. And the other girls didn't feel the same way. Which just goes to show you how in tune I've been all my life. But that being said, we have entities that are like this because they need to balance out the good 
and the angelic and the oracle and all of this good energy that we have as well because one cannot exist without the other. And the further I dive into this work, the more apparent it is to me that we do have the duality in every situation in our lives. If you don't believe it, you need to really reflect a little more because it's there. It is absolutely there. When we are up-leveling, when the universe is going to give us so much more, guess what? You're also going to see that negative side come out too. It's how you handle it. It's how you respond to it that makes the difference. Because if you can show the universe that you can hold it all, that you can hold both the light and the dark, that you can do the good and work through the shadow, work through the not so good, that's when you get rewarded. That's when you see the change. And having been doing this work for quite some time now, it is more and more apparent that I am in the light. You know, and I referenced this on another episode a couple of weeks ago, but I have had Archangel Michael visit me. You know, for a while, the more and more I dive into my spirituality, the more and more I see that I'm aligned with the angels. And Archangel Michael has actually told me that. So, that being said, the light and the dark truly is so important. And it's very interesting to me because being in the online space, it's very clear what is light and what is dark. And people that are drawn to the dark tend not to work with me, which is fine. Intention is everything. And when you come from a place that you are only for the good, from the light, all of that, you're going to trigger some people. (laughs) That's what happens. And it's totally okay. But it also causes people to face what they maybe don't want to face. Right? And listen, I'm an entrepreneur. So I have to deal with my shadow often. I have to deal with my shadow. I have to work through it. It's not like positive poly over here that everything just always works out. I mean, it does, but there's a lot of energetics that goes behind it, right? There's a lot of assumptions that go behind it. There's a lot of affirmations and daily routines that go behind it. It's a lot of mindset growth and mindset shifts that have happened through the years that go behind it. I just want to open your eyes to the fact that spirituality and doing this work that I do People aren't always in it for the greater good. People aren't always in it for the highest good. I was at a psychic fair a couple of months ago, and the woman behind me, she was also a psychic reader, which, 
you know, I know everybody does it differently. I know everybody experiences their gifts differently. But I'm damn good at what I do. It comes naturally to me. It has since I was a kid. Like, it is what it is. And here's the thing. I only give messages to people for their greater good. And my guides know that. My guides are never going to come in and be like, hey, tell this person that they're going to die tomorrow. Like, what? And that's the crazy part. Is when you're working with dark energies, it's not coming from a place of highest good. And when you're coming from those dark energies, the dark isn't going to want to be around the light. So being in the spiritual entrepreneur space has really been eye-opening to see those around me that don't necessarily do things from their highest good or for the highest good. But it's important that you know that this exists. The light and the dark, just like the yin and the yang, because it needs to balance everything out, which is what we are seeing here in Libra season. I wouldn't be surprised if this Libra season, so for the next few weeks until about the middle of October, you continue to see the places in your life where you need to find this balance. And what does that balance mean? Yes, it's light and dark, but it can also mean feminine and masculine. It can also mean play and rest or work and rest. There's so many different realities or dualities that go hand in hand. The cold and the warmth. Take what's left in October and really focus on where you can find the duality in your life. Where can you find the balance? Because the more aware of it you are, the easier it is to number one, accept, but also move through. The energetics behind it become a lot easier. They make a lot more sense. So I want you to really question yourself and see where you can find these things that are out of balance and then put them into balance. That's what Libra season's all about. What I really want you to take away from this is that no matter what, you can always find the light from the dark and the dark from the light. It's all about perspective. It's all about shifting your mindset. It's all about what you pay attention to. So for instance, if you are noticing that things in your life, it just seems like nothing is going right. It just seems like it's a fight time and time and time again. And you just keep facing challenge after challenge, hitting wall after wall. I want you to start to change how you look at this. Because what you are putting out there is that that's your expectation. That you are expecting to find another wall. You are expecting to find more resistance. You are expecting to just deal with more and more challenges. And for me personally, it's when I shifted my mindset to see the silver lining or the abundance in every situation that my life significantly changed. Now, Like I shared about my story in earlier episodes, I went through a major, major heartache in 2016. 
And then this following school year was forced to resign from my position. So I was left single, jobless, and my last resort was I was just going to pack up and move to Grand Cayman and work at a dive shop. My gut knew that that wasn't really going to happen, but it made me feel better to know I had a backup plan in case I needed it. I had sublet my apartment, I moved down to Cayman and work at a dive shop. Well, considering I'm still here in New York, we know that didn't happen, right? But I started to do the work. I started reading Gabby Bernstein books. I started putting the focus back on myself. And instead of playing the victim, instead of playing poor me, what can I do to change this? So that summer, I went on every possible interview I could have gone on. I applied to every school in the near vicinity. I flirted with the idea of going back to the New York City Department of Ed, but I did not. I was forced by the universe to pick up the pieces and go. And man, oh man, some of these interviews did not go well. Some of them went swimmingly. But I needed to find my niche. I needed to find where I belonged. And I fully, fully believe that I ended up where I was supposed to. Six years later, I'm still there. I am working in a suburban neighborhood outside of New York City. Helping them have a better life and a better education. While also being able to go back to school to get my nutrition degree. To buy a home. Now in the process of buying a bigger home, starting my business, growing my business. And what changed? It was my mindset. It was how I looked at things. It was the fact that on the days that I had literally nothing to be grateful for, I found things to be grateful for. Whether that was The feeling of clean sheets. The fact that I could be grateful that I could just cry on the floor of my bedroom in peace and nobody would bother me. The fact that I have the most amazing little kitty that has been with me through it all. Whatever I could find gratitude in, I did. Being able to walk down to the water, look at the boats, How lucky am I that I was able to do that? Right? And as soon as I was able to shift the perspective is when my life changed. So instead of focusing on the dark, focus on the light. And I know some days it can be hard. Do not get me wrong. I am still here in the human experience myself. Especially going through this mortgage process and buying a home with somebody else. It is a lot. (laughs) But we focus on the light and the abundance and how lucky we are to be experiencing what we're experiencing. Because I have a roof over my head. 
I have food on the table. I have running water. I am safe. Once you come back to these fundamental ideas and you work with these fundamental ideas every single day, your life will change. So while, yes, we have to live with the duality of the light and the dark, there are ways to do it that make it a little easier. When we understand that the light has to come with the dark, the dark is easier to deal with. The dark is easier to respond to. And notice I'm using the word respond and not react. Because as we grow in consciousness, as we grow to the next level, we are focused on responding rather than reacting. So, we're going to stop there for today, but I want you to leave this episode feeling refreshed and ready to tackle the light with the dark and not being afraid of the dark. Because we have the power to stand up to whatever we see in the dark. Even if that's some ghosts. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe and listen to the others. If you guys have questions or want me to speak about something specific on a podcast episode, please, please, please send your questions to me on Instagram or Facebook. On Instagram, my handle is fnemarie222. Again, that's Stephanie Marie 222. As always, you will be hearing from me next Tuesday with another episode of Those Late Night Visitors. It has been such an honor guiding you today. Wishing you the most beautiful day. Sending you so much love and light. Have a magical